Should have been on. Should have been on what? Should have been on the rules of engagement. How's everybody doing today? Lady. I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. How about you? No one yeah. directly violated my civil rights today. For real? So, That's good. I'm alive. <laughs> you know, I'm breathing. They telling me I'm looking young on the block right now. 45 is coming to Arizona, possibly to protest Arpaio. But today we're not talking about that. Today we're going to take the negative and turn it into the positive subjective and objective and we're going to teach you guys out there i hope you guys got your notepads ready today we're going to teach you guys about correct protocol and behavioral tactics in the industry yeah because a lot of you guys are probably wondering uh, you want to be actor or musician anything you how do i get in how do i how do I uh, meet the people who I need to meet? How do I change my life? So, for sure. And welcome back, everybody. Forgot about that. You guys got anything you want to vent? Our mental health segment? I'm good, man. You know, I realize there's a lot of negative out here and that I can't perpetuate that. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to stay in this positive mindset and just grow. And Because if I can't be an example to my youth out here and show them that I'm not engaging in certain specific behaviors and that they shouldn't either then not only am I a hypocrite but I'm not doing very well to aid the cause at this point and with the passing of people like Dick Gregory and things of this nature we really have to be very consistently aware of the types of energy that we're excelling in this universe because none of us are getting any younger and the only way it's going to get better is if we teach these youth productive behaviors that's fair yeah that's good what's our storms uh, what's good with you how you feeling hmm. man middle middle i'm feeling you know i'm feeling i'm feeling good right now you know i woke up kind of early you know drink some water you know (laughs) that's important man like you know people people sleep on that water but that's very important and that's first let's talk about that real quick water man like especially if you're going to be an actor or you come to the studio to record uh, a lot of y'all be tearing your voice up within the first 10 minutes of your session because y'all come in with soda and alcohol and shit but there's no water a dollar water a dollar bro you can buy it's not the best water but you know the ph balance isn't all right but a lot of people forget their real simple health regimens like just a glass of water in the morning or fucking putting a hot rag on your face you know what i mean like something simple go get a massage 20 bucks my brother prop spoke about that man the basics you know if we don't have the basics in life then what do we have um so we really gotta you know form that and my seafood for those out there that don't know what that is because i didn't say seafood i said seafood (laughs) my my universal teacher tells me 
that there's not really that much of a difference in the balance between the tap water and the alkaline waters and all this you know what i mean like really what they're trying to market to you is just a product and a service and i mean there are specific types that are a little bit better for you but at the end of the day it's just doing a positive habit consistently and training your body to get into the right way because you know garbage in garbage out and you know what i mean or like health in health out and that's that's real real knock right there you know what i mean exactly i get vegetables and shit praying on the sri yantra you know um I don't know, listening to good music. There's so many things. Is there any news that we're going to run down this morning about uh, anything? We I know Dick Gregory passed. Uh, 45's in the area of Phoenix today. 45's in Phoenix. Uh, <clears throat> this is interesting. Washington yesterday. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of dumbass people. So I live on... I live in the Bay Area, and where I live at, you can't, the eclipse, you could see it, but you couldn't really see the full thing. And you had a lot of, like, I don't want to say idiots, but a lot of y'all were out there yesterday staring up at the sun with your sunglasses on, trying to see something out here in certain parts of California, and weren't really getting nothing. Huddled around on the corner of the block, just looking like, idiots just looking like dunces but i'm not judging you know try to see it it's funny too how the eclipse brung people out but real real issues don't bring people out and how y'all quick to bash science but when soon as they say there's an eclipse an eclipse coming y'all believe the hell out of them when it you know but y'all don't want to believe climate change it's okay i'm not i'm not judging we are here to be in a positive space but I digress. Yo, they got, I don't know if I should say this, on a negative note, they got these Molly tabs of now. <laughs> wow. His face formed in this Molly. Right. Anything for Brandy, man. Anything for Brandy. If you out here, you know, pushing certain specific things, man, I urge you to stop. And I do urge you to try to and come get this collective growth with us and push this bag in a positive form and stop pushing these poisons to our people, man. Cause we gotta be careful what we do, dude. Like and I'm not saying that I haven't done certain specific things myself, but what I will say is that now is the time that I'm learning as I grow older what we shouldn't do and what we need to do in a positive format. Make sense? That's fair. I'ma tell y'all niggas one time and one time only yo. Stop talking that bullshit. Y'all niggas don't do it for some my roll and bone, you slap shit out you. 
I did, yeah. I did, yeah. no I never see my eyelids yeah. Gotta go and get it, I did, yeah. go ahead and check the mileage yeah. I, I did, yeah. I did, yeah. you ain't never met a pilot yeah. Never step foot on the island, yeah. you, you ain't had to change the climate yeah. I, I did, yeah. I did, yeah. I did, yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. you ain't never hit a lick The nigga ain't legit, you wouldn't know that I did yeah. I did, yeah. I did, yeah. I did, yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Shut ain't my bitch, but I hit yeah. Thumbing through the hundred side yeah. Can't pull it out my pocket yeah. Ain't have a dollar or a wallet yeah. Grinding on set, I'd be a king When the lights go out, I'd be a prophet yeah. Get the water, get the profit yeah. Steady rise through the nonsense yeah. Cop the chopper for the plot And had a milli rockin' off the top of the I did, I did No, I never see my eyelids Gotta go and get it, I did Go ahead and check the mileage I did, I did You ain't never met a pilot Never step foot on the island You ain't had a chance to climb it I did, I did, I did, I did You ain't never hit a lick The nigga ain't legit, you wouldn't know that I did I did, I did, I did Shorty ain't my bitch, but I hit Thumbing through the hundred side Smoking that gas, I did Chasing that bag I did, many bitches out of pocket uh, tell, tell your little nigga stop it, stop it, stop it uh, I just be chasing that cheese, cheese. little nigga fuck you mean. you mean I got your hoe up on the knees, on the knees uh, hey. uh, She cannot fucking stay, oh, no. man she gotta fucking go. go I got some shit up on my plate, Play. yeah, uh, yeah. What? I get in and flip it, get in and, uh, I get in that money, I'm getting that uh, I'm counting bitches, I'm getting yeah. that uh, yeah. uh, I did a lot of shit, what, uh, yeah yeah, uh, uh, I did a lot of shit. What? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I did, I did, I did. No, I never see my eyelids. Gotta go and get it, I did. Go ahead and check the mileage. I did, I did. You ain't never met a pilot. I never stepped foot on the island. You, you ain't had a chance to climb it. I did. I did, I did, I did You ain't never hit a lick, the nigga ain't legit You wouldn't know that I did I did, I did, I did Shut it, my bitch, but I hit Thumbing through the hundred side I'm with it, man. Is there any? Uh, well, I seen this piece of news earlier that said <laughs> McDonald's to close 169 outlets in India says franchise is in a battle. I don't, I don't subscribe to eating it, but if y'all do, by all means, um, I'm not here against it. I know I'm not looking for the McDonald's bag, so I don't really care. Yeah, I don't prefer McDonald's myself, so. So, yeah, shout-outs to India. Get that shit out of y'all country. Yeah, I prefer, if I'm going to eat fast food, I'm going to eat, like, Jack in a Box or something. But I shouldn't be eating it at all. I should be drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> Alkaline water at that. Stay healthy. Stay frosty. Welcome in our guest. Good afternoon, good sir. Good afternoon. Uh, he's not here yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a special guest for everybody today. Many of you may or may not know him. If you watch ID Discovery, oh, hello. I'm... Uh, hey! 
Good afternoon, good sir. Good afternoon, bro. Good afternoon. How are you doing, gentlemen? Can't complain. We're we're very elated that you're here today, good sir. Yeah, we're happy. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited myself. Oh man, this is amazing. So we were just talking about just running down some stuff. We were talking about um Hey, Yeshua, you had that thing you were reading to us earlier. Can you read that back? Oh yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by the ethical regulations and the industry um, and the rules of engagement. So today's word is laws and definition of laws. Laws are the enforceable body of official rules and regulations established by people in authority who use them to govern the affairs of people in the society. Sanctions are usually used as punishment for those who do not adhere to the laws of the society. Now, to add to that, therein, for speaking certain ways or behaving certain ways in the industry, there are repercussions. And so today, we want to talk about how to prevent yourself from suffering those repercussions and how to develop specifically for young actors, young entertainers out there, a healthy career in the industry and something positive, building a positive movement, building a positive foundation for yourself and for your loved ones. Sound good to everybody? Sounds great. Yeah, yes, sir. I like it. So, like, one of the biggest things for me, within the last year, I've been navigating the music business uh, as far as Atlantic Records goes and a few other record labels. I can, I guess I can say that on air. Um, last year, I made some pretty decent connections. And in learning how to do this, there were things that people told me not to do up front. And there were things that people didn't tell me what to do up front. And so I want to ask, uh, especially our guests, like, what do you guys think about information when it comes to the because there's no nobody there's no playbook i don't think is there do you, is there a playbook Ooh. so like the do's and don'ts yeah right it was yeah. taboo in the industry i mean uh the entertainment industry uh because actually i started out uh on the the music end but i later discovered that hey i'm a better actor than i am singer <laughs> but it's all good you know uh but music was my first love and uh singing and then i discovered you know i got hit by that acting bug so um yeah i mean you don't want to can i say this piss off the wrong people you're free Don't. to say whatever you you want to hear, <laughs> sir. You're free to say whatever you want. Mm -hmm. No holds barred. Yeah, I mean, but it, a lot of it is just common sense, too. Uh, now, yes, are, have there been people just, uh, how, how can I say, maybe sticking up for a good cause or or well within their rights with certain things they said and did, and then they just kind of got blackballed. Of course that's happened. But 
you have to keep in mind this still is a business you know um and when you mess with people's money you are looking at you know some things happening to you that are very unsavory you know what i mean yeah consequences and repercussions yes don't try to take my cornbread today (laughs) (laughs) no i don't want i want the beans (laughs) i love it man yes that's great that makes plenty of sense and i think too for a lot of our our listeners who are trying to get into the the entertainment business is is figuring out how not to piss those people off because you don't really know somebody might just be angry that day and if you say if you get in their inbox or if you if you approach them the wrong way at the event they might they might be inclined not to speak with you any further or something like that so it's really too uh like you pointed out it's really important not to mess with people's money and that can go in a, a bunch of different ways that's why we got a lot of contracts and non-disclosures and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you can't just be out here acting wild in the spot. Um, and specifically, you know, specifically in hip-hop, man, and I'm not blackballing hip-hop. I'm the first person to stick up for it. Um, I do music as well. And and as well as writing this book, you know, as well as writing memoirs of a businessman right now, uh, I'm working on music as well. But there's certain reasons why certain people aren't allowed at certain venues. And then you don't understand that your behavior creates a vortex of that venue not wanting other acts of your specific genre at that place for certain specific purposes y'all Ooh. get me like yeah, yeah. The, and, the, and that that's really important man you know what i mean because not only are you hurting your career at that juncture you're hurting somebody else's and we can't have that particularly um in our specific demographics and i don't want to delve too far into that but specifically in our specific demographics it's already difficult enough for us to get into a industry which is odd to me because we have a high collective buying power and we have a high influential power but you know to quote spider-man's uncle man with great power comes great responsibility you know no that's right some of y'all need that uh training wheels protocol on your spidey man (laughs) (laughs) i told you you bring eric to the show today i got i got my tony stark suit on right now you know what I mean? I, I came in here as soon as tied today. You got to do that. You know, you understand me? Yeah, I get you. No, so, that's a, uh, go ahead. That's a big question I have for, for you, Eric, is now I have a clear stance against wearing a suit. And I'm not, a, not per se the suit itself. It's kind of what it represents. Because I believe other people in other cultures can come to the business table with their respective wardrobes and still be able to cut or sign the check. So I want to know what you think about certain wardrobe and your appearance and why people can, I guess, how the people judge you, the people, the gatekeepers, 
how they can judge you on that. And if you have any, I guess, qualms about certain uniforms at, in certain places. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know, because the answer I want to give and that I'm actually about to give, it might not win me uh, uh, an award with your listeners. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. And I'm being like really real right now. In this world that we live in currently, if you are a person that is not born into privilege or you don't come from a uh, high ranking family in the entertainment industry and you're seeking to be something big in the entertainment industry, you have to to dance to their music at first. That's I'm just keeping it real. And even something as simple as what you wear and what have. But however, once you gain that authority or power, then you can wear whatever the heck you want to wear, you know? Um, now at this stage, cause there's certain things that I want to do. Uh, but like right now, but I'm not where I'm not a shot caller yet. And I'm keeping it real with myself. You know, there was a time where Oprah Winfrey couldn't do the things that she does now, as far as, uh, certain, um, policies and her company, you know, certain things, certain shots she calls that she just couldn't do that before she became Oprah Winfrey. You know what I mean? Right. So when, yeah. when you talk about, well, you know what? I should be able to come to the table looking like this. What, what difference does it make? That's the thing. That's almost, you know, and please forgive me, uh, Mr. Sines, it's almost irrelevant in a real world type of scenario. You know what I mean? I, I understand the principles, the the why does it matter? You know, if I'm still bringing this substance to the table and if you would just hear me out. But as far as they're concerned, if you're not doing X, Y, Z and how I want you to do it, then no, that's it. Now, of course, there'll be exceptions again, just like you don't mess with people's money. If you can show that you can make these people money, <laughs> then uh, again, you have more leeway. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Perfect sense. You got to pay your dues. Exactly. Right. To and, sum uh, that up, one, one thing <laughs> I admire about Bill Gates um, as a company mogul was that I, I noticed that he went back through his company and, you know, he kind of did. I don't know what it's called, where they do like that secret boss thing where you don't know your boss is at work and he's working with you, whatever that episode is called. I don't know what that TV show is called specifically. Undercover um, boss. Yeah, he did kind of like the undercover boss situation and started from the mail room, you know, and came back through up to the highest position just to rectify certain regulations and irregulations in the company. And that's important because you got to make sure your people are on point. You know what I mean? When them cameras are on, man, and they snapping you out here, you got to make sure. Like Eric said, man, it's very, very important to save face and not to show out, you know, and 
there's no need to forgive you for what you say, man, because your your advice is helping us. And if you if you don't get that and you're not touching that, please, you know what I mean? I don't want you to listen to the show anyways. It's not going to help you. But for those here <laughs> that are listening and that the advice is helping you, that's what should have been on is about. That's the reason why here we bring the objective positive, objective negative, subjective positive and subjective negative chart and make sure that particularly our guests are on that chart where they're comfortable at because you know what's going to enhance your career and what's going to damage your career hopefully by the point that you're at you know eric you i know you've been through a lot of trials and tribulations man and even me and you you know when we first spoke I had to forgive I had to forgive myself, you know what I mean, for the way that I spoke to you because I know better than to inbox certain people about certain things. You you know? Yeah. And so when you see that conversation taking a left turn, if you will, <laughs> yeah. you gotta really understand, hey man, that conversation's taking the left turn. I might not wanna be at that place on the chart. Let me be able and to be flexible enough to maneuver because it's really our adaptive uh, adaptability excuse me that helps us move in this industry if yeah. you don't have that you won't be able to carve your path out and that and that's no. what made that's what helped you take notice of us, you know what i mean so like seeing that and i, I think that was really a big um modicum for you when you when you saw that you know when you saw my lexicon was able to change and i was able to say okay let's do this you know what i mean let's build this bridge this way is that fair eric absolutely it's um and, and we just we actually we discovered that we were two individuals of like minds and and um we didn't know it at first, but then it became clear, you know what I mean? And then um, to, to back even more to the topic, it's learning how to play the game, you know? Uh, that's not, I'm saying, what happened between us. I think we just, like I said, we discovered we actually are on the same page. But when it comes to, um, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not promoting being a sellout. But what I am saying, if you have that goal of, hey, I want to stand up for this and I want to help people, well, get into a position where you actually can really help somebody, you know, and, and not just stay at a level where you're stagnant and you're really only good to you and the couple of people on your block because you can't get any further because you're so far removed from what the norm is you know what i mean i dig it completely my father um and i'm gonna go ahead and say this i'm gonna air this out you know because it's so quick that we're so quick to write things off and once again i'm not promoting being a sellout either but i will tell you this um my father was a police officer and growing up that was difficult for me because i came from an urbanized area where mm. clearly that's not viewed 
as something that's you know you don't go around telling people that it's a certain, <laughs> certain specific age it's, it's not the thing to do right until we come into our own growth and we understand man he had to do what he had to do to pay the bills i'm not mad at him you know um right. and at some certain point he became a police chief and they wanted him to become higher in office and he did a lot of things for um urbanized people and made a lot of streets safe for certain people and i'm proud of that you know but that he always awesome. told me he always told me you got it exactly what you just said and that struck a chord in my heart brother eric um you you have to do what you want what you have to do until you could do what you want to do yes and hopefully when you get to that point where you do what you want to do by then you've really learned that what i wanted to do before it's not necessarily what i probably should be doing and that there's an ethical exactly. reason exactly wow <laughs> also for everybody because it's going it's going to be a lot of cats i still got a lot a big urbanized movement you know it's a lot of cats that view it in a certain light um and i had to move away from a lot of certain things but i want you to know that i love my urban people out there i want you to know that i'm here to help you but that we have to move in a certain specific way because if we don't, they just gonna frown upon us and close the door in our faces. And what good have I done you then? Yes, yeah. Especially with the passing of people like Dick Gregory, man. You know it's crazy. Oh. I, I, I don't want. I don't want to reach too far into this. I don't want to delve too far into this aspect. But I do want to say this. The other day, because I delve into the battle world, the battle rap world heavily, right? I seen a dude that i respected in the battle rap world say he didn't know who dick gregory was all right you need to man all right i'm gonna be there all right you finna make yeah you finna make this back though yeah believe it don't tell nobody let's just keep it all a secret take it all up baby piece by piece i need it you are all mine, baby girl, you're all mine Don't tell nobody, baby girl, that you're all mine Arms wrapped around my neck, legs around my waist Rubbing you the right way, see the look that's on your face Once I'm gone inside you, let me hear you scream my name My name, this shit will never ever be the same uh, young and hip and low, and when I rip them clothes off your body, throw on my big watch them hit the flow. Make you touch your toes, my legs, and touch your nose. And I've been too over that bed, your pussy all exposed. Yeah. So young and killed the verse, your chick let the track. And I hit her like a dooley bread, just pass her back. Yeah, yeah it's like that, cause young and bout his business, so I gotta get the moolah. No, got time for filthy women, and I stroke it real deep. Yup, while I'm in it, Michael Phelps so this soaking wet back strokes like I'm swimming in the holes on me heavy only cause they know I'm winning. But once I in they beginning, they right back where they business. Uh, I love focus ones. I stay throwing ones. Anybody know me know that I love having fun. This how the game go, girl. Don't you tell a soul. Keep your mouth closed. I'm just a Mac and a Kango. Don't tell nobody. Let's just keep it all a secret. Take it all up, baby. Piece by piece, I need it. 
You are all mine, baby girl, you're all mine. Don't tell nobody, baby girl, that you're all mine. Long wrapped around my neck, legs around my waist. Rubbing you the right way, see the look that's on your face. Once I'm gone inside you, let me hear you scream my name. My name, this shit will never, ever be the same. I tip my tip a while, girl, let it go. We just grinding as you winding on this dance floor. I dig your hazel eyes, Chanel perfume, your French tip smile. Yeah, you well groomed. I hustle hard just to get the bands. Then I bend you over my just to watch the stands. Yeah, what I do, I do daily. But what we do, we do on the hush. Best believe me. Psycho like tactics when I'm beating out that pussy. Have your sheets wet from me crushing in the bushy. Yeah, we fucking for a long time. I bend you over, watch your back, be it but it's all mine. I'm on some hush shit, some low key, let's fuck shit. No ride or die, no ship apart, let's roll up or let's fuck shit. I'll be that nigga, what's that mean? I got that bomb dick serving like a fiend, yeah. Don't tell nobody, let's just keep it all a secret. Take it all off, baby, piece by piece, I need it. You are all mine, baby. And that yeah, hurt me. Yeah, yeah. It was like, ouch. Like, for real? You know, it's tough enough with other people on the other side of the fence. And please understand that I'm not promoting division when I say that. Once again, I reiterate, please understand that I'm not promoting division when I say that. Yeah, we want to turn, we want to tear the Berlin Wall down. Get rid of you know, if you put on a wall along a river, I can't really uh, support that in the first place. But that's a whole other that's a whole other thing, you know. Um, but I do want to say we have to know, and I want to ask you that too, Eric, because um, we spoke about that. Who would you say, you know, politically right now in the urbanized community is our speakers and our leaders? Because I feel like that. The point of education on that is not high enough and our leaders right now are passing at an exponential rate. You know, we have prodigy pass in the hospital from an egg allegedly. We had, and I, I, I just to let y'all know that I incorporate and that there's love in all communities out here. Um, we had Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park Pass, you know, who messed with greats like Zach De La Rocha and things of this nature. Um, and there was theories about how he passed too, um, along with, I believe his name is Chris Cornell, because Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington passed on the same day in a similar fashion, you know? So our leaders are out here passing at an exponential rate. So now, you know, while the seed well, it's time for the seed to be planted to grow that tree of growth that people like Marcus Garvey were talking about, you know, leaders like that. Who would you say that we should focus on specifically? Um, we do have a segment on here called Body to Watch, and we'll get into that later. But who would you say is an intellectual persona within the urbanized community that we should focus on? Because it's very difficult for us. I tried Google, you know, like I tried searching for specific leaders and it's hard. Who would you say that we should focus on in that form, in that fashion, good sir? 
Wow. Um, I, I'm going to be very uh, kind of reserved here because, and, and it's not just me being bashful, but um, I'm really for all people. I'm, I'm for unity and, and peace. Uh, and we li- we're living in such times where it's hard, man to say who I look up to as a leader, you know, who's uh, out there in the mainstream. Now I can tell you, uh, my pastor, (laughs) uh, you know, when I was living in Miami, when we were in Miami, uh, but you wouldn't know him, you know, uh, unless you were in, in his congregation in Miami, you know what I mean? But as far as on a national or global level, I, I really, and not, and I'm not saying that all leaders today they're corrupt or they're they have this shortcoming or that shortcoming. But to align myself with any one leader, I, I'm not prepared to do that right now. And I, I don't know if even that speaks volumes. You know what I mean? I get it. You know, that's why. That's why I ask. I mean, and it doesn't have to be. I say urbanized sector because. You know, that's where a big section of our viewers lie at. Um, But just any specific person who is teaching the peace and the unity that you speak of and growing movements that are of that formation. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not I'm not asking for division here. That's not what I'm asking. I'm I'm asking for, for for further instruction and reproof. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I think it too coincides with uh, we had my partner Moody Beats. He uh, he was explaining that maybe there are no we shouldn't have leaders, and he was meaning that and to say like we shouldn't put emphasis on one person because every time we end up every time you put emphasis on one person, that person ends up being revealed as infallible. I mean, it's a lot to to rely on one person to be your your kind of model of direction if that makes it has sense. to be a collective yeah it has to be a group i think the new leaders are our teams they're groups of people who can uh i guess agree with the same ideal but yeah. also bring different facets of the of their bring their different facets together to the table and, and I'd have to agree with that because, I mean, there are, you know, I, I'll read something here. I'll read something there. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Oh, I, di- I disagree with that, you know. Um, but to get behind uh, just one specific person here or there, it's a little difficult because, like you said, uh, w- we all are human beings and we're prone to uh, uh you know, make mistakes, fallacies and and stuff. So I, I just I, I'm not prepared to do that. Certainly not publicly. I'll be honest. <laughs> because That's you fair. But you know what'll happen though? Um I'll say, yeah, I'm with this guy today. And I don't like to be made out to be a fraud, you know? And then that so the next day, that same guy who I just vouch for, he he's um uh well, you know what happened with um the subway guy, you know, and nobody saw that coming, you yeah. know. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, S- subway has distanced themselves from him, so yeah, kudos to the company, 
And um, but you know what? I, I don't know. Was he convicted of that? Because I don't want to speak on. Something. I don't know that for a fact. You know what I mean? So yeah, oh. let's let, let's you know let's venture. <laughs> yeah, or, but you, um, you get the you, you get the point of what I'm saying that um, because we are just uh, flawed as as a human being. You know, so I, I don't want to just vouch for someone and then tomorrow they're caught up in this scandal or what have you, you know? I feel it too because the, like, and this is the thing with me is the infallibility of human beings or rather the fallibility, I guess, of human beings is a big thing, you know? Like, let the first person who's perfect stand up and throw the rock. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm going to read an ex- excerpt out of this uh, memoirs of a businessman because it kind of ties into what we do right um chapter 13 which was the last well an upcoming chapter to be posted which is the sleeping world and we talk about dissemination and information of the population which is what you just spoke of um it says there are many life paths some collaborate and others conflict the exchange of energy is a very real thing it has a lot to do with one's own personal ideologies and how they interact with others' current beliefs. One would be wise to watch the ebb and flow of the energy around them. We currently live in a time where info is being exchanged at an even faster rate, and even our current leaders are saying that it might be possible that we can't trust our own information networks. The term fake news has been on the rise consistently. Yeah. Wow. Now, uh-huh. now, if we talking about the, especially the rules of engagement, that's one of the things I wanted to kind of uh, to ask about too. Because like in the beginning, there are things that people don't tell you, and there are a lot of times gatekeepers hold certain information over your head. For instance, uh, in the beginning, I didn't know what performance rights organizations were and i had to eventually find that out when i would ask people like hey what what's bmi what's ascap they couldn't really tell me yeah and so people will purposefully misinform you and send you somewhere you don't you weren't supposed to go to benefit them yeah either either it could be to get you out of the way it could be just to just to give you some bad information or maybe they heard bad information or they want to hurt you, you know, in a bunch of different ways. But you, you, you know what? Uh, this on that, um, kind of a counterpoint is if you're truly in search of truth, I mean, untainted, pure truth, then nothing will stop you. And but I, I know that we're talking about, well, though the opposition that you face, uh, because it's going to happen. It's, it's just the world that we live in. But I, I take comfort in knowing that um, everything is going to work out for my good, no matter what. Uh, as long as I keep a positive attitude, um, that's the thing. What goes on in your head, the thoughts that you have uh, just swimming around in your head constantly, that's the, those are the type of results that you can look for that the, it's going to equate to. You know, that's what you're going to manifest. Whatever you immerse yourself in, that's what's going to manifest around you. Oh, man. So kind of like the law of attraction. Yeah. Thoughts become words. Words become actions. Actions become your future. 
So with that being said, you know, motivation is important within the entertainment industry. Um, and with you within the acting profession, what would you say is your motivator currently, Eric? You know, my motivator is positioning myself to provide a better life for my family, helping people, um, doing what I was put here to do on earth. You know what I mean? Um, so how do I remain positive and focus is just like I said, you know, and I'm not saying it's easy though. You, you have to constantly pivot those thoughts because yeah, yeah. I mean, a negative thought will swoop, swoop in quick and you gotta, you gotta turn that thing around. You know, you gotta keep in touch with that, the, the ultimate optimist side of you. You know, and, and that's what I strive to do. I also strive to stay humble. So those are all motivators. Loving life. You know, not everything is a phil philosophical conversation. Not everything is super serious. At times, you just got to just kick back and just kick it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what do you what do you do to chill out? You know, like when you need to decompress, what is what are some of your tips for decompression? You know? For me, it's always been music, always things of the arts. You know, uh, I listen to my favorite music and, and that varies. <laughs> I, I have a, a large catalog of, of different styles, different artists. Um, sometimes one day it'll be classical. Another day it'll be gospel. Uh, you know, uh, you know, another day it'll be R&B or pop. Uh, but then also movies. The You'd be surprised, especially the certain type of uh, movie or, or genre of films, um, because I believe that the art of filmmaking and acting, it's meant to co convey emotion. You know, if you're not feeling something after you watched a film that I've been in, then I failed as an actor, you know, uh, <laughs> You, you got to feel it. And, and that's what a lot of life is about. It's about feeling, you know, and, and customer service and not to, to go off here, but you, what I've learned is as a business, the customer may not remember your name, may not remember the specifics about your store, your business, but they will always remember how you made them feel. You know what I mean? So I decompress by, <laughs> shoot, getting in touch with my feelings, man. <laughs> you got me with that one because now we are talking about the entertainment industry and we don't always talk about it, but it is all of our profession or uh, destined profession at some point. Yes. In this, I believe our ultimate purpose, whether it's music, acting, films, comics, books, anything is to recount experience and emotion. Those two things. And if you fail to do either one, like you said, then you failed to do your job. Right. I felt that purple flowers clip, Eric. I felt that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I felt that purple flowers clip, brother. Can we link everybody with the the uh, that one here in the description? Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. What could you tell us about your writing service, Eric? Because, you know, we do our research here, man. 
Um, and a lot of us are interested in specifically like getting into the copywriting field and um, learning more about that as well. So what could you tell us about uh, the Eric Bendroff writing service? Sweet. Wow. Yeah, I see <laughs> you guys have done your research. Well, at this time, I, you know, I've kind of taken a hiatus from Eric Bendros writes, but I mean, uh, I was always told that I could write very well from high school teachers to, you know, my university professors. So at that time, you know, I think I started Eric Bendros writes around 2011 or so. Um, I decided, you know, why not sort of reinvent myself uh, to the world because at that time, I was like becoming mostly known for acting and I recorded a few songs, you know, performing, singing and stuff. But so now I mainly want to put most of my focus on my acting career. And then, of course, my wife and I's business, uh, Nikki's Guide to a Healthy Lifestyle. But even with that, because on the website, on our websites, I do the you mentioned copywriting, you know, and um I, I'm assuming some of our listeners might think we're uh, we're talking about like copywriting the song, but there's actually people that do copywriting, where you may write a blurb or something or a company profile, you know, and that gets posted on that company's website. So all of our communications, because I'm the creative director for uh, Nikki's Guide to a Healthier Lifestyle. I'm doing the writing for that. So in a way, I'm still doing that. Because, <laughs> you know, until you get that that real massive team that you can just delegate everything to, uh, which we do have a team, but it's not where I want it to be on like a corporate level. You know what I mean? We're still striving. And uh, we've got a good running start. Are there any specific tips that you can give listeners out there about specifically getting into that field, delving into that field? Um, well, I'll say this, and this is very general and broad. Um, there's actually, I always say there's no excuse not to know anything for too long um, in this day and age. Now, back in the day, when if it was a weekend and you know library was closed you had to wait to get back in there on monday okay yeah but we have the internet nowadays you know anything on google um i mean you can search and search that's what i do uh i i, I mean just invest in get into web design actually because that's a lot of where everything is heading. Uh, well, shoot, it's already there. Everything is the internet, you know what I mean? So you've got to get acquainted with what's going on the web, you know, um, HTML a little bit, you know, you don't have to get real heavy into it, but designing websites and, and things of that nature, once you get a bit acquainted with that, and then you can position yourself to be in demand as a as a copywriter, you know, writing copy for for companies, you know, find out what keywords are. Find out like uh, if you notice in advertisements, certain words are used over and over. Uh, it's yep. guaranteed to you know what I mean? Guaranteed uh, free. Uh, just find out those trigger words, you know, for someone who's listening, that's 
just starting out start start with that you know i'm gonna ask how do you remain positive and focused within your career okay positive focused oh it is tough <laughs> it really is and especially why well, I don't want to say especially nowadays because I mean life is just whether you're here now or you were here in the 18th century there's always going to be something that just makes you have a bad day you know there's always going to be something that um, there's always going to be a time where you feel like dog you know is this meant to just tear me apart tear me down you know, and as hard as it is to say, you can't take it personally. I mean, you're not the first. There, there's nothing new under the sun. You're not the first to go through what you're going through. Don't have a pity party. And I don't mean to be insensitive because I know I, I've had my own trials and struggles and, uh, you know, I'm not through. <laughs> Uh, for as long as you are living on this earth, you shall have tribulations. But hey, if you believe in a higher power, which I do, but that's not everybody, and I respect that, that's who I go to, man. And that's how I, I, I keep a positive um, uh, outlook because I know that everything out of my control, he has it. And I can't continue to worry over things that I have no control over. Even if I didn't believe in a higher power, that's like the definition of insanity. You keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. You know, if you can't accomplish something in that moment, that doesn't mean you're never going to do it. But don't continue to ravage your spirit by just toiling over it repeatedly it makes no sense if you know hey i can't get this done right now because i don't have the tools or whatever you know take a step back you know be objective about this take now we're feeling kind of will do a disservice to you it's right there with being objective that's when you you have to put emotions to the side because you can't make um, um, major life decisions with emotion. That's a very bad thing. Wow. You know what I mean? So you have to be objective and choose purposely, purposefully choose to be positive in that situation and move forward. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me, man. I'm always trying to tell people that like you, you have to just maintain positive is if you're not moving forward you're standing still yeah and that can be more ways than one now if i'm not mistaken you produced the short right um well there have been a number <laughs> yeah there um have been a number of different little projects here and there uh haven't entered any and any film festivals me per se uh but yes there there have been a number of short films now my thing with uh producing is kind of breaking down the difference to people between producing and like directing 
especially in terms of film. Could you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, you got to stay in your lane. <laughs> so uh, directing. Well, first, let me say with producing, you are and then if you want to get into executive producer or just, you know, you're producing it. Um, not that every executive producer does this, but if an executive producer wanted to just give you the producer money, say, make my project and, you know, come back, double this or whatever arrangement you make and then just walk away uh, until it's time to collect that executive producer would be well within their rights. You know, they're the executive producer, but uh, some executive producers are really involved, but a producer you're like you're involved in the, you're invested in this project i mean you're putting it all together it's coming together because of you um and then you can have multiple producers on a project you know uh putting getting this aspect locked down you know uh making sure the the um the location scout is doing his or her job you know uh, making things come together now the director, I'd say, the vision, you know, the producer can have a vision for the project, but don't piss in your own pool, you know, don't take on too much. Don't, you know, if you know that by you also taking on directing is going to ruin the project, don't be so arrogant to think, hey, I'm going to write, direct, produce. And, and there, there are people that do that. But I know how to stay in my lane. You know, I know, hey, it's better if I hand the reins uh, to someone else to direct this, you know, because I'm already producing, you know, and sometimes a project will suffer when you when you do that. But yeah, a director is going to be there, you know, putting the shot list together, uh, working, you know, very closely with his or her crew you know getting all the shots together uh going from day to day you know watching dailies and, and things like that and really getting what you need out of the actors you know at the end of the day that is going to fall on the director because i often have people ask me hey i want to be a director or I want to be an actor and then they find out that that's not necessarily their skill set is that and so what I always encourage is hey there's more than one job to do in this industry or in your particular field that you might excel best in so you might be do better as a producer or a director or a writer or whatever it might be grip guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever and that's another that that goes with uh keeping an objective positive where you might reach a roadblock and you say, well, wait, I'm going to restructure and not do the same thing. I'll, I'll try this. You get to still be in your your dream job. You just do something else. Exactly. Speaking of which, what is your what is your dream role, Eric? Like, you know, um, both from an acting standpoint and then also um, because Mr. Science did mention that you do production. Um, so from both sides, what would be your dream roles? Okay. Uh, it, it's hard because there are so many. Um, I, I've always, I, I felt I've always excelled at 
the dramatic, the emotional role, you know. Uh, I can bring tears up at the drop of a hat. It used to actually be easier because <laughs> it's funny. The, the stronger I get emotionally and just as a person, I, I, the more effort it takes to go there. I, I don't know if that, that makes sense because um, when you're strong, at, at least in my mind, it takes more for you to cry. It takes more for you to just become weak, you know? And so as life continues and I go on through this thing called life, it's like, oh, shoot, I don't want to lose that. I'm really good at, you know, uh, uh, bringing that emotional role to life, you know? But you never lose it, you know, if it's naturally you. Uh, but I tell you, I don't mind stepping out of my comfort zone. Actually, I do angry very well. So I want, I think a dream role would be uh, a dark character, maybe a villain, you know? Because it's totally opposite uh, me, my true nature and character, as, as you can see. <laughs> that's crazy, because I'm a writer myself, and like, when you say stuff like that, don't all I got is so much things, scenes and monologues and stuff going through my head. I'm like, oh man, I would like to write a character for Eric. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah, that bitch with the bin eye. Yeah, that bitch with the bin eye. 
Yeah, that bitch with the bin at the bitch with the bin got the business gotta get done. Yeah, that bitch with the bin at Yeah, that bitch with the bin at Yeah, that bitch with the bin at the bitch with the bin got the business gotta get Man, that's amazing. You hit it on the head when you said the stronger you get in life, it's harder to call some emotions. I remember a couple of years ago, I went to go see a film and I had to catch myself in the film because I was like, wait, are you about to cry? And oh. I was like, and I was like, wait a minute, you should want to. You're a writer. You should want to feel those things. Yes. And that moment, that moment was big for me because I had to, I had to submit to my emotions and realize that in order for me to do my job or just be a better person in general, emotions were something I had to become more familiar with. My emotion. Yes, you gotta feel it. You, you gotta feel it. That's the thing. The artistic part of our job, the creativity, it's about feeling. You gotta feel. Now, when you get more on the business side, hey, you gotta shift gears. You know, that objectivity becomes more, you know, becomes paramount. But yeah, the art of it, Oh, it's all about letting it go and just, ooh, you know? <laughs> Get the ghost on that one. Man. So, you know, speaking of, the, speaking of these different changes that you went through in your career, um, what was acting like for you in the beginning? And what is it like now? Okay, the passion and art of acting, that'll always be the same. But the business of screen acting, I'll say, oh, yes, that, that has changed. I mean, not going into uh, uh, how piracy has affected the industry. We, we already know about that. But, um, but back then, when I first got into it, um, it was you had to absolutely have these perfect professional headshots and you know while that is still true today you know there are some agents and casting directors that actually don't mind selfies or not so professional photos because there are a lot of people out there you know per perpetrating <laughs> so, uh but they want to see the real you you know especially if you're doing uh background or extra work you know, extras casting is totally different from principal casting. So what is it like now? Hmm. Um, well, this change that I've experienced has a lot to do with the advance in technology. Almost everything is digital now. Um, submissions are no longer done uh, solely by snail mail or hard copy. Uh, now, there's certain projects that you submit to, you have to still submit you know, hard copies of headshot and resume. But for the most part, it's submitted through email or an online casting platform or, or, or database. It's cheaper now to make films too. You know, I'm sure you guys know about that digitally. I mean, everybody and their mama 
<laughs> can or are making shorts and even feature length films, but still there's a lot of rejection. You know, I mean, this industry is saturated. Uh, just for that reason, like I said, everybody, everybody, everybody's doing it, you know, or trying to do it. Also, when I first started, there wasn't so much reality TV, but now they're popping out reality TV show after reality TV show. Uh, and I'm not saying anything bad about that genre. I'm just saying, you know, the difference in when I started back in the late nineties, early two thousands. So then my, I think my biggest thing with that is now, how do you feel about to preface this? I believe that more films could come out by regular people. As you said, uh, mom and pop can basically make a film, a feature length film. I want to see this point where we can get to the, the some kids making a five to twenty dollar film. You know what I mean? But in that, since it is so oversaturated, do you feel that there's a the ability, maybe not indie, I guess indie isn't the word, but would it be, is there a bigger market or how do you feel about the bigger market for this? Well, I, I think streaming is, is blowing up, you know, uh, VOD vi video on demand, on demand. Uh, yes. yeah, it's, uh, and, and more than I thought, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And then I, I believe there's some programming that you can only see, you know, uh, video on demand. And I'm like, wow, this is like really, it, it's becoming a, a, a huge, like you said, the, the, the market, the, the industry is changing, ever changing. And uh, I think I would imagine some people aren't happy about it. Some people are, you know, but you do have to, it, it's, it's historical. You know, you have to shift with the times and, you know, you, what is that saying? You, uh, how do you, I'm trying to think, get mowed over or something like that, run over. I don't know. But the point is, is that if you don't roll with the punches, you know, uh, you, you have to, you have to move with the times, you know, that's fair. So you think, would you? Would you watch any, I guess, if films were made by a bunch of kids making $20 films and there was a streaming service you could go to watch, like, what would they be called? I don't want to say indie. I don't think it would be the word. I think it'd be, like, cons uh, consumer-made films. I don't know. Regular people-made films. Oh, you, oh you mean, like, truly found footage, almost. Uh, amateur amateur film i guess that's what it would be yeah like a group of kids put out a movie that they made in their backyard and it's online and you can watch it Ooh, because <laughs> i don't, I don't want to dash anyone's dreams uh but it, for me it just comes down to personal preference and just to be honest i like um uh, major studio films that's my preference but that's not to say I won't give a chance there have been some films that I brought in here and you know my wife was looking at me like really <laughs> but you know you, you give it a chance and because you, you would want the same for yourself you know 
Um, but my preference is, yes, the major studio films. I, I, I enjoy those. Um, and then also, I'm very busy with, you know, what I do. So I, I wouldn't have a lot of time to to just view a lot, even the major films that I enjoy, you know. Um, so I'm limited with time is one of those things that I mean, it's a hot commodity. You know what I mean? Uh, so you have to make use of your time well. You know, so, yes, I, I'd be willing to uh, uh, give those a chance, you know. Um, certainly not anything, I say, you know, demonic or like too far out there. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to watch that. <laughs> That's definitely fair. I don't know. There's some things I can't really get too far down on, on the line, too. Um, but now, honest still, you brought up time. And as a creator and on the business end, now you do, there's the creation and the business. So you doubly don't have any time. Yeah. How, how do you find time to, or is there a, what do you do to find the time to kind of investigate other creators and, and other media? Uh, I'll tell you, to be honest, it goes by so quickly. And because I'm a, the ultimate multitasker, and like I said before, I'm resourceful. So, I, I mean, I, I would actually have to replay my day blow by blow. Because <laughs> the thing is, is that um, I have to fit it in where I can fit it in, you know? So, if, you know, this project that I just put the finishing touches on and it's rendering, you know what I mean? Like I'm saving this, the, the clip onto my computer while that's happening. Oh, okay. I can look up this and, and, you know, while I'm looking that up, I'm looking, looking up this other thing. So it, it's hard, but, and then I've, I've read that actually being such a multitasker is counterproductive. See, that's another one of the things I, I read while I was doing something else. <laughs> but they said you should uh, ideally, whatever you're doing, you should give it your full attention and not spread yourself so thin. And it, it kind of, it, I mean, it makes sense because you don't want anything to suffer. But at the same time, then, you know, I mean, that means you have to get that much better at time management. You know, completing a task in the most efficient way because you don't want to spread yourself yourself so thin that things begin to suffer, you know, individual things. So, yeah, and to say all, in the midst of all of that, I do find time, but it's not a lot where I can investigate um, because my thing is creativity you, you want to maximize the originality of it. And I'm not trying to copy anyone. I, I'll view something to, to support, but I'm not viewing it to glean a lot to what I'm going to create. You, you right. know what I mean? I know exactly what you're talking about. I'll lock myself away. I won't turn on the TV. I won't watch films. If I'm writing a script, I won't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I cannot have that outside influence. I totally yeah. understand. The intern 
I think he's gonna be on a movie set as an extra. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a gonna be a movie called Hopeful Harper. Hopeful I'm gonna be Harper. an extra in it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a an independent low budget film. You know, it's about a girl who moved around a lot. Like her mom works multiple jobs in different areas, so she's got to move around a lot throughout the year. And uh, since uh, her dad died, you know, she doesn't have like a father figure or someone else to stay at home, so she's just home alone all the time. And then she's moving around a lot, so making a lot of new friends. And then there's some drama going on, a lot of crazy stuff. And I'm gonna be in a party scene. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Now, I, I refuse to call you just intern, so we do a little formal introduction here, you know? Yeah, uh, you can call me Anthony Sean Storms. Anthony Sean Storms, right? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So uh, how, how do you feel about, um, uh, and I know I'm not supposed to be the one ask, asking questions here, but I'm just curious well, how you, you feel. You can ask, it. too. You're, you're part of the discussion with us, man. It's a, it's a conversation, bro. <laughs> All right. So how do you feel about being part of that film? Um, I think it's pretty cool. You know, it's, uh, I never acted before, so it's a nice first step. Definitely. Do you want to be an actor, Storms? Uh, I mean, I keep my options open. You know, I'm more towards, you know, making a making music, being a rapper, and also, you know, doing like corporate work, kind of, in a way, so... But I mean, I don't mind acting. Whatever works, works. I always feel like you should, a person, especially anybody, not even young, but even if you're older, we should always try new things because you never know where you'll, where that pocket will be for you. Mm -hmm. And also, like, uh, that might open up more opportunities to be in other films too. So, yeah, you, you snatched it right out of my head. Um, you know, um, we tell our son that because he's really big into the music and he, he loves singing. And he, he's great at it. Uh, but hey, don't don't knock the acting because actually they can run hand in hand and actually support each other. You know, mm -hmm. um, like look at Ice Cube. <laughs> yes. You know, Tupac, you know, a lot of great rappers. They did both. Mos Def. Is there any specific advice that you do have? um for young ac actors on how to specifically get into the industry eric um or you know transitioning from that first role into like a further developmenting career in the industry yes um and that's actually I, I'm, I'm striving not to make it about me but i'm striving to position myself to be in a much better position to help actors like really help you know, uh, one day, I was about to say I want to, but one day I'm going to establish uh, a house where we would house, uh, where we will house actors or would-be actors, striving actors who want to make a name for themselves in this industry and who are pa very passionate about it and would be appreciative of the service because the thing is, you always run into that catch 22. Hey, I still got to pay the bills. And, you know, if I get a full time job, um, then I got to request time off and my boss is looking at me crazy. You know, there's auditions and then there's actually shooting the movie. 
And then we know in our industry, things change like that. I mean, you can literally have a date set and then get right to that date and then they switch out on you. And that's just the norm. So persevering, that's the advice I have, uh, knowing that there is a lot of rejection. It's a lot of rejection. Also, position yourself, learn all you can to start making your own opportunities. We spoke about the advance in uh, technology that's that is enabling young filmmakers to do so. So in this industry, if you really want to go for it, you know, go for the gusto, you also have to dabble in filmmaking, not just because <laughs> I've been in that that mind frame before where I was like, I'm an actor and that's it. You know, that's what I want to do. But when not just Hollywood, whoever, you know, says, no, I don't want you for this film. It's nothing personal. Then that's just it. It's nothing personal. I respect it. But guess what? Nobody can't tell you who to put in your own film. So um, be prepared to make that leap and to learn. I can't express that enough. Be like a sponge. I mean, not soaking up the bad stuff. Uh, don't take everything to heart, but glean all that you can from every experience. Uh, even doing background work, being an extra. There's things you're going to learn on set and how things go. Soak all that stuff up, you know. Um, but most of all, you have to know that for some, it doesn't happen overnight for a lot of people, you know, and there's still heights that I want to reach that I haven't yet. And I'm hanging in there because it's in me. And and that's another thing. If it's not in you, don't toy with it. Don't 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 fake the phone. I mean, and you'll know because and I, I'll tell this quick story here. True story. I uh, my mother, she was always a great support to me when it came to my back then. It was more so music. Uh, my late mother. And she was the greatest because she showed up to every performance, everything I did. But she also instilled in me, have a backup plan, son, you know. And so I took that to heart. I, I thought about that, you know. And I went to school for culinary, culinary arts. You know, I went to the university and I mean, it was a real university. It just so happens they had a culinary program accredited and everything. So there was this guy there and I knew that I was just there for hey, I need something uh, in case this music thing doesn't go through. I need something to fall back on. Right. So that's the kind of attitude I was there with. And so this guy, he's he's talking about doing this internship. And first of all, in a commercial kitchen, that's some hard work, man. You <laughs> you got to love it. You know, you're not just slaving over a hot stove, e even the cleanup every day. You're you're lifting heavy mats. But anyways, the point is, it's some tough work. So this guy, he's saying just to get this particular chef on his resume, he's going to go work for him and he's going to do it for free. And I was looking like, um, excuse me, what you going to do what? But then I had to think about it. 
if Michael Jackson was to at that time walk up to me and say, hey, come sing backup for me. I'm not going to pay you a penny. I would have been like, I'm there. You know, that that's it. And so I was like, oh, so you got to have it in you. It, and, and it can't be about money. It can't be about fame. Would you do this if there was no money involved? Would you do it? And that's how you'll know. It's got to be in you. That's real. That's because uh, I'm a big proponent of that. And I didn't used to be. I had the same kind of mentality. Like, it has to, there has to be a bag involved. But I'm big now on, like, you have to recognize the opportunity when there's no money attached to it. There, that's a big part of how a lot of early bloomers or early starters in this lose or or uh, lose certain connections or just lose their momentum because they're all they get caught up in that like I have to make these bills I have to do that and like you said persevere is big with me too that endurance phase is is tremendous because it takes ten years to be an overnight success thanks. Wow. Now I have to add. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I have to add a disclaimer now. Now, Mama didn't raise no fool. Handle your business. <laughs> Don't, you shouldn't be no, out here, you know, uh, 10 years. And that's why it's called a profession. Once you start getting paid for doing it, you know, that's your profession. You're a professional. Um, but you shouldn't be out here just leaving money on the table. Um, now, the opportunity, opportunity and it's ethical presents itself. By all means, you should get paid. You know, uh, shoot, the Bible says, you know, Jesus said um, those who work deserve to get paid. And, and that's real. Uh, don't give money away. But at the same time, there is that period where you do have to pay your dues. I did in the beginning. A lot of student films didn't get paid but exposure. So there's going to be that time in the beginning. But uh, after you built up a certain, um, you know, come up to a certain level and you have that resume and maybe you've won some awards, you know, your best actor, you know, your film went to the film festival and everything. You can start commanding that type of respect. Well, it'll, it'll translate into dollars, you know. Homie, it's not me, don't play no games 
you said we got it, I told him let's get it The more that we give it, the farther we go Stick to the vision and cut out the bitch And I'm mission to show him how hard I would go I'm not perfect I'm not perfect But I'm not my mistake Hello, hello What's up, what's up I'm rolling, rolling of bringing another segment to the show called what's in the dish and we did that with yang beat shout out yang beast that came through last week eric talked about that culinary you know i like to eat man <laughs> <laughs> so what's your specialty dish you know you and nikki you talked about the gluten free too man and i'm like yo y'all gotta you gotta you gotta send us a box <laughs> and some gluten free stuff for the show or something man but you know what's your one dish you want to have the perfect night what are you about to what's in your dish eric what are you gonna whip up tonight you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh man give me some chicken marsala uh uh the shoot the way the uh, uh louisiana um chicken pasta yeah, it, it, I didn't want to say the name because my wife does a, a mean uh, version of the Cheesecake Factory's Louisiana chicken pasta. So I, I had to bump hers up. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, between those two dishes, man, you know, deglaze the pan with a little Marsala wine, you know, do that thing. <laughs> I'm with it. Oh, my goodness. I need that in my life. 
Oh man, I'm a I big proponent of cooking. What do you? What's in your? What's in yours, Anthony? I don't really cook that type of stuff. I cook more like maybe like tostadas or something like that. I love it. My uh, my fiance made tostadas the other day, and then she taught me how to make it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but is she Mexican? <laughs> yeah. Oh, for real? All right. That's official. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep on the trend, then, man. I'm gonna keep on the trend. For me, last night was a uh, marinated carne asada with some with some rice. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Man, last night I ate uh, two jalapeno poppers. I had some uh, Popeye's chicken and then some uh, cheesy uh, corn and zucchini. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, and, but see, you know, it's funny. Those are my two favorite cuisines, Mexican and Italian. Yeah. I like Asian I've, food, too. I've been having... Um, yeah, definitely. What is it? Uh, it's an Italian dish. It's called salmon afumicato or something like that. And I want to figure out how to make it. It's like seared salmon over pasta uh, with cream sauce. And it's so good. I make a lemon butter fettuccine myself over uh, with a uh, grilled chicken. Grilled chicken. fried. Other thing is, uh, man, we got into this food thing, so now I'm on a kick. Uh, <laughs> so the other one is, uh, no, right? Is vongole? It's a uh, spaghetti alla vongole. It's with clams. Uh, again, it's a cream sauce. That's pretty nasty, bro. Clams. <laughs> you don't like clams? Oh man. No, nah, bro. I love seafood, but not like cr- clams or oysters. None of that. We were, we were bonking for a second. Nah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, moving along here, Eric. <laughs> what would you say, thinking back over your career today, what has been your greatest accomplishment, and what can you tell us specifically about any upcoming projects for you? All right. So, um, Man, you know, again, with the humility, I'm, I'm going to answer this, but I have to say again with the humility, that's paramount because I could have lost my mind with arrogance, thinking I was the stuff when I first appeared on network television or on the big screen in Too Fast, Too Furious. So, yeah, in the world's terms, any one of those accomplishments from my principal role on investigation discoveries, I almost got away with it. That was nationally televised. Actually, uh, that was globally uh, available. Um, I mean, to walk in the red carpet at a number of different movie premieres, that could all those all could be great answers to this question. But maintaining my humility is is where I'd answer my heart of hearts, because that's how you don't fall. You know, um, you know, pride always comes before fall. Uh, now my latest project, uh, well, I just released a new demo reel. So that's out there, a new reel. I don't know if you guys had a chance to take a look at that. Uh, again, making your own opportunities. So some of the, well, in the new reel, most of the clips are 
original work that I directed, uh, produced, and um, uh, acted in, but they were just those clips. They're not clips from like whole projects. I made them specifically for the purpose of going in my new reel, uh, thereby using that reel to um, uh, gain the attention and, and, and secure more roles and bigger projects. Uh, so I'm in talks, this is very early on, with a theater production out in L.A. Um, don't want to mention the name now because it's, again, very early talks. So that is looking like something that um, is looking good. You know, we just have to nail out, nail down some particulars. Uh, we also have a show that's coming on a huge network. But again, <laughs> uh, now this has already been shot. We did this and it's a it's a big, big network um, that should be out in November. Um, you'll know it because uh, it, it, it's big. And we just did an episode, and when I say we, my wife and I, and, um, you know, it did good for our, our marriage. It's nothing like s sensationalized or anything. It's straightforward. It's a real deal. But it's fun, and people are going to laugh, and they're going to enjoy themselves. Um, they get a taste of um, the real Eric and Nikki, I guess. Uh, let's see, I have, uh, now more on a business enterprise type of level. Um, like I said, I'm the creative director for my, uh, my wife's brand, Nikki's Got to a Healthier Lifestyle. We now have Nikki B's Treats and Cuisine. So you'll likely be seeing advertisements online for that. Uh, and what that is, is a uh, gluten-free Back to the food again, gluten-free treats and uh, eventually cuisine. But right now we just have like cookies and we're going to, uh, it's on the website. You go to nickysguide.net and we're shipping it out mail order. So even if you're in, you know, we're in Georgia, we're Georgia based, but even if you are in Florida, hey, you can go on the website and order it. Oh, I didn't I, know if somebody was saying something. No, I, I, I want this. I, I need this. You guys, it's like a box, it's like a food box service, huh? Yes, yes. I need this in my life. Wait, tell me what. <laughs> yeah, you and that's why we said, Eric, you gotta, we gotta negotiate a deal for like some cookies or something. So, <laughs> for real, so you know what I mean? So we could, cause like you remember when you was young and Grandma used to send you the box of the cookies in the mail, and you know what I mean, like. Yes, sir. gotta negotiate the deal for the for the bag. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, as long Shoot as I, I, I tell you what, as long as you guys taste them on the air and, and give your opinion, like we with that, we with yeah. that, we with that, <laughs> <laughs> all the way, we with that. We'll negotiate Dude. that. Shout outs to Nikki in advance for the uh, for the treats, you know, gluten free. Healthy in your life. You know what I mean? Gotta try something, man. I don't know how I forgot about this. Uh, Night's End. It's a. Uh, it's gonna be a series, uh, and I've been casting it. I, I guess because 
my mind is only like tuned in to things that I've shot already, but I'm already cast and we, we've done, you know, I have the role. So I have a role in that. And um, they, they've been shooting all over the place. But uh, soon they'll be down here to, to Georgia and Florida and I'll get to shoot my scenes. Um, but that's coming out. And it's like mid, mid, medieval times and just like some really cool stuff. I love is it like fantasy sort of or is um, it uh, more historical uh, nonfiction right and more historical and spiritual and uh, it, it's set to be something on the level of like Game of, uh, Game of Thrones uh, so I'm told I like, I like this uh, I like history I'm a big history buff uh, I enjoy that kind of stuff uh, so I'm interested in that too, but I wanted to make sure I was correct on the thing. So the food is not pre-made or is it already pre-made and you guys are sending it out or is it just going to be like ingredients? I want to make sure I'm correct. Oh, that's a, a great question. Awesome question. No, these are Nikki B's recipes and that she, uh, home made, uh, cookies, you know, from from the kitchen and and, you, and they're gonna have that homemade vibe, you know. Uh, forgive us if each cookie isn't exactly the same size and stuff. You know, I mean, it's the same exact great flavor, but you know, we're that's the thing. The authenticity is what we're going for. That's the selling point. Absolutely, I love it. Uh, I was so trying to be in the studio wrestling over cookie signs. <laughs> <laughs> that's so real i uh so they go to nikki's guide.net nikki's guide.net and that's nikki spells her name with the e at the end so a lot of people say n-i-k-k-i was n-i-k-k-i-e-s-g-u-i-d-e dot net nikki's guide.net and i will provide the links in the description I need this. <laughs> I'm tripping. You don't understand. So we do music yeah. business, but you're an actor, so let's do entertainment business and weekly business tip for the show. Can you provide us any of that, Eric? Integrity comes to mind, man, because... You, you got to have uh, and, and that's kind of been this common theme, I guess, with me throughout this your whole show here. Uh, you have to do everything in integrity with integrity and um, just be true to yourself. And I know I talked earlier about kind of uh, you got to dance to their music at first. But even in doing that, there's a way to still be true to yourself. You know, never lose yourself. And I'm going to say that again. Never lose yourself. Uh, there's, and I'm going to end with this. There's this Bible verse. Be as wise as a serpent, but innocent as a dove. Ooh. That's mad peace. Um, finally, we have a life hack segment on the show. So is there any specific life hacks that you could give us? Everything is about perception. When you 
start to, as I said earlier, uh, seep into that pity party when things get rough. Just think that this struggle that you're going through now, it just came to pass. It came along so it can be over. Right. There's a time, there was a time this moment and there will be a time after that moment. Exactly. And then to add to that, back to perception. If you go through any struggle and live through it, now I'm not talking about trauma where people get caught up and they're just stuck. But if you've come out, you've come out what better. So <laughs> blessed are those who are persecuted, you know, um, you're blessed. You know, that trial, that that struggle, it's come and now it's gone. And now, hey, I'm familiar with when you come up with, against something similar, you're better equipped to handle it now. So these trials that come, don't look at them as something that just dread. Of course, while you're going through it, you, you oh man, you, it's going to feel like the worst thing in the world. I'm not saying don't have your moment, but have your moment and shed that negativity, that, that stuff, because this is coming to make you better. Life hack. Let's do it. I, I, I love it. I don't think that, I don't think uh, zeros and ones in the matrix right now, though. Exactly. <laughs> Man. That's amazing, dude. So we do we skip? I don't think he specifically drinks, so we'll skip the on the rock segment unless you got like something healthy, like a gluten drink or like a protein drink that you know. It's for health reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, like something like that. Like some agave cactus or something. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. what, what's with that though? You know, in terms of that's what we'll do with on the rocks today. Is do you have a drink that you know is healthy for us? You know, hey, check it out. Right? Don't don't laugh at me. Don't don't get upset. But uh, water. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I have thing. to clap. I have, no, wait, wait, wait. I have to clap on that because follow the signs because that's a chapter in memoirs of a businessman. And shout song. outs to Anthony Shaw right now for uh banging that one too, man. So that yeah, I think I said water in the beginning and a couple yep. times. <laughs> hey, Go and ahead. then a little a little detox water, you know. Put put a little um, but if if you can stand it, uh, a little um lemon. And then even some apple cider vinegar, but you can't do that all the time, you know. I needed that one too because I was trying to figure out, uh, I, I, trying to build a water habit, and I like lemon in my water, and I was, I didn't look it up or anything, but I wasn't sure why lemon water would be beneficial. And you also said apple cider vinegar too, just to clear out some of the toxins running through your bloodstream and stuff. Yeah. I like to put key limes in my water. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Man, I love, we got all, this is all the, like, all the positive vibes. You got water, lemon water, you got homemade cookies. Oh, my goodness. Gluten-free. <laughs> right? <laughs> that was amazing. Eric, is there anything that you want to just leave the people with? 
before we jet? Um, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That, I, I couldn't have put it any better myself. Should have been on creating the future. Damn. Hope I mess nobody up with that one. <laughs> and I can't. Yeah, you hit me right now. I had to pause nah. for a second. <laughs> Yeshua was like, "Yo, it's a triple stage darkness right here." Um. <laughs> so should have been on ethical development in the industry. I'm with that. I'm with it. Should have been on checking your emails. I should have been on law of attraction long ago. Same. Yeah, should have been on Law of Attraction. There's a um, there's another one that coincides with that. It's like Mastermind Principle, where you develop with a group of people, and you use their experiences or wealth or anything that anybody brings to the table to create a mastermind group. Earl Nightingale talks about it, or the people collective. We talked about it. Yes. Uh, the other day too on our last show collectivism mm, wow so should, should have been on collectivism <laughs> meditation brings wisdom should have been on his guide to a healthier lifestyle yeah <laughs> nice. yes, yes 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 mm. wait, wait on these cookies man we gotta <laughs> gotta structure the bag for the cookies these <laughs> knowledge cookies that's what the Oracle brought in the Matrix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Thanks, guys. That's what it is. It's been a pleasure, Mr. Bendross. You're part of the family now, man. No? Absolutely. And and the pleasure is all mine, actually, you know? Um, one last thing I do want to say, uh, <laughs> and I do mean it's the last thing, um, and it's not mine, so, but, and I don't know who wrote this, but yeah, I have this hanging up in the room here and i look at it every day set your goals high and don't stop till you get there believe you can and you are halfway there do it now i guess my final statement on that is i used to feel bad for having lofty goals and uh, within the last two years i've been kind of trying to tell myself to acquiesce and and become one with that don't be afraid to have lofty goals especially if you're earnest and you're just in your cause and there's no negativity in your cause definitely this was the uh power episode y'all don't even gotta worry about ghosts this week <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> just just tune in to eric bendross and should have been on with it you should have been on eric bendross definitely <laughs> Definitely. And so I want to also remind people when we can catch when's when are your uh, shows coming out and when we can catch them. Okay, so well, I guess I can say as long as I'm not giving away too much, um, just especially in November, watch own Oprah Winfrey Network. You know, I, that, that's what I'm saying on that because, um, yeah, and uh, Night's in. Um, not sure which network or if that's just going to be a streaming series, but um, look out for that. Now that's going to be a, a take a little longer because 
I haven't even shot my scenes yet, but still, once it is available, even if I'm not in it, still please support the show, watch it, tune in. Um, there's this theater production uh, again. Uh, I'm in talks, and the only reason I'm mentioning it, mentioning it, is because uh, it's looking really good. But uh, don't want to jinx it by mentioning any names. But um, it's very powerful. Uh, but that's going to be out in L.A. And hopefully we'll get to turn that into a feature film uh, or the producers for that, because I'm not producing it. Uh, also, you can uh, follow me, uh, you know, everything Eric Bendros, just uh, shoot Google Eric Bendros. You know, and I, I don't I don't say that with any arrogance. I'm as humble as they come. But uh, truly, um, I believe I'm actually the only Eric Bendros in the world right now. <laughs> so uh, you go to ericbendross.com um, so you can see all my work there uh, and then I'm on YouTube, Twitter Facebook, all the major social media platforms and tune in uh, to the different shows you know I love it man, I will I'm on everything, that I should have been on Eric Bendross a long time ago real talk um, shout out to all of our sponsors for the show. Shout out Jay Signs with Science Media, Yeshua Black with Memoirs of a Businessman, DSD Media for all of your graphic and design needs, printing as well, and definitely Eric Bendros, man. A hearty thank you and welcome to the show. Thank definitely, you, no problem. Yeah. Great talking with you, Eric. Definitely same here, guys.